This is Ursula Hogan. Welcome you to News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Kanuknagoiha and Tulla opened its brand new auditorium two weeks ago, and last weekend the new venue hosted a concert by the internationally renowned group Cherish the Ladies. Pat O'Brien was there for Scariff Bay Community Radio, and after the concert he chatted to Joni Madden from the group. We're here now and we're speaking to um, Johnny Madden, who's the leader of the Cherish the Ladies. So, Johnny, you're very welcome to Tulla. Well, we've had a great, great concert, and uh, thanks very much to talking to me. For Scar- Hello to everybody in Scarif Bay and the community. I really appreciate everybody tuning in, and thanks for coming out tonight and recording the show, and hope everybody's enjoying it at home. Yeah, uh, Johnny, it was a, fab- a fabulous night. Was, uh, I, I've never seen Cherish the Ladies uh, on stage before live. Um, I've seen him uh, see on um, Teacher Cahar and RT and all that, but I, th- I thought it was a fabulous concert. Well, the first thing you're supposed to say, I've seen you on television, but you're much better looking in person. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not saying that, Pat. <laughs> or you're much smaller in person. Uh, no, you know what? We've been uh, very fortunate, and uh, it's great to have an O'Brien. My grandmother was an O'Brien, too, so I oh, good Claire name yeah, there, right? Yeah. Um, but we cherish the ladies when our 38th year. Um, but it, for us, as we started out as an Irish-American band, and to be coming back to Ireland now and selling out everywhere we go and having the crowd have a great time. You know, I try and surround myself with the best musicians. I have the best singers and incredible dancers, and we have the crack with the audience. And, you know, if you don't like the dancing, maybe you like the music. If you don't like the music, maybe you like the singing. And we, everybody had a great night, and we're just thrilled to be here to celebrate this brand new building here in Naknagui, and my God, uh, I can't imagine the concerts that are going to be here in the future, and fair dues to Breda McNamara and everybody for pulling us all together. It's, a, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a fabulous facility, and uh, this was just a, a regular building, and uh, Breda has taken on her committee and, uh, and bought around. Uh, well, you know, when you, when, you, when you see the video, there's a video on face, Facebook, and yes, you yeah, see yeah, yeah. what it was yes, and what yeah. it is now. Yeah. And, and you know, there's an old saying, build it and they will come. Oh, yes. And God knows the great musicians that are going to come to this hall, because it's all here, and the future is just all waiting. It just, we need to get money raised to, build it, to get a sound and lighting. And once that's all built, you know, God knows what they're going to do here. So, Morella Murray, our accordion player. Well, you have Morella Murray on accordion, Mary Coogan on guitar. You had another Casey on fiddle. Um, Maria Lynn, who was sitting in with us tonight, she did a fabulous job. We also had Kate Purcell, a local no, talent here. Yes, no, no stranger to this neighborhood. Yes, yes, yes. And also the great Don Stiff. In comparison to bigger theaters that you played in before, there's a, there's a, there's a di- different atmosphere in smaller community halls like this. Do you not find that yourself? Without a doubt. Yes. You know, um, we cherish the ladies. We've been on the go a long time now, and in America we would do 1,000, 2,000 seat theaters, or, and we sell them out. Um, and we sell out big halls here in Ireland. No, and no. but you know, I mean, it, it, there's not there's something special there when is. you come to the small community halls, and uh, when you have the people from the local community come and out and they appreciate yeah. it. And it was a lot of even though we yeah. played a lot in the area, there was a lot of people here tonight who had never seen us before, including you. And you. But you know, uh, that's what it's all about too. Yes, is bringing yeah. people to places mm-hmm. and. You know, Breda McNamara had a vision, and she, she stuck with it. She fought this place all the way, and to see what what is here now, from oh, from to come from ashes yeah. to from mm. rubble yeah. to and ruin 
to a fantastic facility. And thanks again to the Clare Arts Council and also, also, um, you know, for you know, for for what they did tonight. They sponsored the concert, and they've done so much for sponsoring the venue. And this place was only is only going to be here for for dozens and dozens of years for people to appreciate. And we mentioned about. I know we hate the word COVID. But we mentioned about the COVID there earlier, yes. and you were probably very affected by it. Well, without a doubt, like with Cherish the Ladies, when COVID hit, we were actually oh, in America, okay. and we I had a 12-piece band, and we had 18 concerts in America. And we were in Texas, and it came there, and then we went to California, and it came there, and went to Washington State, it came there, mm-hmm. and we got wrapped up in Arizona, and we said goodbye to the band, and it was 526 days between concerts. Yes. Not 52, 526 days between concerts for a band that's been on the road 38 years. We have never come upon it. Never, yeah. But what the big thing, what we did realize is that we were doing Zoom concerts. We did T.G. Cahar television programs. We did a Christmas program. We did some live, live videos and we Zoomed everything. But we were so sick to death of looking at ourselves in the computer. But you know, you can't play without the crowd. You, you can't. Really you don't. You don't get. No. You don't get that atmosphere Episode, to no. hear the hoop and the hollering, yeah, yeah. and you feed off that audience yeah, and yeah, yeah. having a joke and everybody yeah. joining in with yeah. the laugh. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. We feed, never you, missed how you much. Feed, you feed off the oh, audience, totally. and the audience you feed off your music. Totally, yeah. totally. We we fed off each other tonight. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of feeding going on in there, <laughs> and that was a. I'll tell you, everybody had a feast because that the was you couldn't beat the atmosphere in there now. By the and end you, of the night, you mentioned about the concerts there. How many concerts, I suppose it's different every year, but how many concerts would you have usually in a year? Well, with Cherish the Ladies, we've done over 4,000 concerts. In a year? No, not in a year. Hello, there's only 365 <laughs> days. Where'd we get this guy? No, no, but over 40 years. Uh, no, 38 years now. But usually, for, for, for about nine years, we did 250 cities a year. Now we do about 100 cities a year, which is still okay. a lot. But now with COVID, it's still, we're getting up there. and probably, We'll probably do 75, 80 shows this year. Um, we were supposed to go back to America, but Brita asked us to stay. To stay yeah, she yes. wanted us to christen one of the concerts to christen yes. this hall, oh, yeah. and you couldn't let her down we, we couldn't let her down. Yeah. And she didn't care what she had to do, yeah. Yeah. but you know she'll move hell or high water. That one, yes. you know, well, yeah, she's yeah, hard yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But I am delighted. The band is delighted. We had a great night. I mean, and when you see an, when you see a lobby full an hour and a half an hour and a half after the show, they won't go. They're still talking, but neighbors miss talking. People just shaking hands and seeing old friends they haven't seen, and everybody coming together, having the crack. Isn't that what it's all about? And you're having a tour now in the states, John. Yeah, we go back. We go back to America now. We have 27 cities. Uh, all across Wyoming and Montana and out there in yeah, South yeah. Dakota and North Dakota. Yeah. It's going to be a far cry and a far different audience than what we had tonight, yeah, what yeah. we experienced tonight. Yeah. But, you know, um, but we'll be back again, hopefully be back in... in, in, in yeah, we'll, we'll, we're over in Glasgow in February, so we'll probably be back in Ireland and do a few more dates. Yeah. But we've come to love... Uh, when we first started coming over here, everybody told me, Joni, as a traditional band, you're not... You know, you're, you're, first off, you're a bunch of Yanks. You're never going to be able to get into the performing arts centers. But you know what? We've consistently come over year after year, and we've built our following, and people have a good time when they come out to see us, and that's all we want. To me, I am so... Here I am, a girl from the Bronx, playing the flute and the whistle for a living, and, uh, and as my father says, well, you're not going hungry yet, uh, but the likes of me. Uh, but, you know, we've made our way around the world, and myself and Mary Coogan, she started the band with me back 38 years ago, and here we are, still at it, having a great time, 
and hopefully bringing joy and laughter and a bit of crack wherever we go. And we'll keep going until they don't want to have us anymore. Well, Joan, thanks very much for, for, your, for your time. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on you. Well, thank you very much. And hello. And, I, and, I, and I'll, um, I'll, I'll give you my word that I'll be at the next concert when you're you back see? next year. <laughs> have I made, have I, have I, did I get you on our side? <laughs> but you, my, my father was from Portumna, so not too far from Scarif. Yeah. So we used to listen to the radio station when I was back there. So a big hello to everybody at Scarif, at Scarif Bay Community Radio. And thank you very much for playing our music. And thanks very much for coming tonight and talking to us and we really appreciate it. Scarra Fogunlo last weekend qualified for the final of the Senior Camogie Championship with a dramatic three-point win over long-standing rivals Ina Kilnamona. After the game, Leo and Pat of our sports team spoke with Scarra Fogunlo manager Alfie Rogers. Alfie, first of all, congrats. That was a pulsating battle. Many cogardes Elfie, you know, I suppose during the year, it's been kind of real first big game since the All-Ireland semi-final. It was a test, and I tell you, you were put to the pin in your collar. But credit to everyone, management and players, for pulling that one out of what looked a very, very precarious position. Uh, it was precarious for land spells, Leo, to be honest. Um, you know, really, I suppose, at half-time, it was the writing was on the wall, to be perfectly honest. And, and I suppose after we conceded the goal, after half time, after again. half time, it was a real blow. You know, I suppose we would have wanted to make, we would have wanted to made um, a bit of a start that, to try yeah. and build a, a bit of momentum coming in, especially after the first half. Um, but like um, they showed a tremendous heart. But sure, then look, we've been watching them for the last three or four years, and, and heart is one thing that comes naturally. You know, it's it's, uh, and they showed it. Now, you know, we had we had loads to do, and we were beaten all ends up really in the first twenty minutes. And just we were looking looking at each other, where were we going to salvage this game from? Actually, you know? Just on on that, I mean, you can talk to your players all you like for the last week, two weeks, knowing what you're facing, and everybody knows what you're facing today. But yet, when it comes, there isn't a whole lot you can do. I need to kill them more or simply in in the zone early on for the first 20 nearly half half a game and they were tackling and ferociously and, and working the ball very very well yeah. and, but he did the important thing we said at half time was the gap didn't get too big for yeah. six points which was very manageable well we had a chance before half time uh, Lorraine's won and we felt you know we had created a couple of chances we'd missed two frees so you know that was one two that we left after us and we were what, six points down or eight points down at half time whatever it was um, so we felt that we'd um, you know when we went at them we were creating a bit of opportunity but then like I said the goal just after half time set us back in our heels again and give us more but more to do you know Elfie I think the most important, most important score of the game today was Aoife Power's goal it was you know it brought it back to manageable proportions yeah, and, and they didn't give Ian a chance if they got time to settle on nine at that stage it would have been very hard to take him back you know Aoife Power you know we, we, we were saying for Daly was our best player but Aoife Power ended up at 1-3 1-4 yeah, at the four, end of the yeah, day yeah, which, is yeah. a, which is a formidable score from any player you know but again Elfie and you said you can't question the heart of him and Pat Noe came across there and he said attitude but he was definitely all about yourselves mm. and once he got it right you know and of course he brought her down to the wire and then he goes <coughs> any team that wins Anton you need a bit of luck but yeah. Eshin Corbett played well after coming on in her shot Rebecca Keating you know they got a break of a goal and it balanced out the ball between her for Hurley under the, under the post and mm. you know 
you need all you need all those breaks. You do, yeah, absolutely. You know, and look at your you going over without luck, and you know what was it? Mike Matthews often talk about Napoleon. Give me a lucky general rather than exactly. Whatever. I never quite understood it, but <laughs> I knew the lucky piece anyway, and it probably eluded us for long years. But um, look, with this group, I suppose you do work yourself into a position where you can avail of the luck, really, and that's what we did today. I mean, when we got the goal, I think we were were we two, back to four points at the time, uh, having been nine points down at one stage, um, so. We had worked our way back into it, uh, and that was what you know. I suppose that was the, the difference. Really, Elfie, when we got to as go. you well know, semi-finals are notoriously, notoriously tricky assignments. And the one thing you want to do at the end of the day is just get out of there yeah. and get into the, the your, your final showpiece. <coughs> and you know, through Clonera got over by four points again at Kilmeady. They were tricky assignments. Yeah. So this was always going to be a tricky one against Ian Kilmeady. There's a rivalry there, but you know. Before you came to Mallow, Father McNamara Park today, you would gladly have taken 2 14 to 2 to two eleven and be looking forward to a county final. Even though they, they put you to every emotion yeah. of them. Elfie, did you find it hard on, on the line yourself and Pat there in the management? You know, Sarah. You, you seem, and Sarah's kidding, you seem very, you just seem composed at all times. No, even though you were on and Pat, you said it once they didn't see, you didn't seem to be doing panic. Like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and it looked like Cam from here anyway. Maybe it was like the dock on the water. Yeah, maybe <laughs> underneath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say it was calm or it wasn't excitement. We just had to build phases yeah. and build momentum. And like for long stages, we were six, seven points down. And then all of a sudden, we were back to four. And we got a, Linda got a point, I think, and that had us back to, you know, or got a free. And next thing, we were back to And the other thing as well, when you put them under pressure and your attitude changed, you start mm-hmm. to win and freeze. Yeah, it was about yeah. four or five vital freezes between Ashling and Moraid. That kept the big gap. Yeah. Closing all the time. It did, yeah. Mm. And like, you know, I was looking at the scoreboard there, it's 2 11, it was 2 8 there for a long time. Do you know, and so we were able to contain them in the last yeah. in the last eight or ten minutes to three points or so, <coughs> uh, while at the same time you know build up a few scores on our side. And I suppose you know, like I say, when you have Aoife Power up there scoring one three, one four from play, yeah. as good as as good as scores as you see anywhere. I mean, she got blocked here for another one. Um, yeah, that was it, it would have been a hard one to score, like you know. Yeah. But like you know, she can do that. Like, and when you have an outlet like that. Um, so look, as you said, coming into the game, we had a few people with flus and antibiotics and all the rest of it. So to get out of the game in a semi-final, there, it's just about getting through it. And I can't let you go without you played. Look, you played nearly everywhere for Scala for your time, but uh, I must go back to look at the line, Rachel Daly <laughs> had made him, and she let a ball in, in just after half time, which you'd normally expect to deal with. Yeah. She made a save above the end. Now we were claiming uh, I thought we thought she was a free in Farina before that, but her one-handed flick. Yeah. Was Nicky Quaid like you know he got he 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 brought Limerick to All Ireland final over it? That flick, the skill of that cannot be underestimated. No, and sure, look, uh, Rachel works hard on her game. She obviously you know no more than any goalkeeper. You don't like to be beaten for two goals or or even the nature of the goals that that probably beat her. But at the same time. Uh, you have to work at it and she works hard at her game and, and you've seen that coming on in the last 12 months um, so look at we've come to final now to look forward yeah, to it that's exactly where we wanted to look that's where we came for today and after that you know you know, whether we wanted a pint to nothing uh, that was happy that enough was we were happy enough for that Elfie Rogers look at glad to see you with a smile on your face at this stage here a bit of, and, 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 and no 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 Elfie good for you to come over and take the time to talk we should have very bit you on the management and we will be talking again in due course before the final congrats on today Job came to Father McNamara's Fitz County final. Job done, and we look forward to talking to you in the next couple of weeks. Yep. And the best of luck, Dad. Okay. I feel I'm just going to be done. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend, and we will keep you updated on local events.
This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.